0: Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Welcome to the Rational Believer Podcast Episode 18 The Role of the Mind As can be seen from the previous discussions, the mind can be a tool for progress and the enlightened illumination of truth if used correctly, or for backward decline and confusion if used incorrectly. To understand then the role of the mind, we must be clear about the limits of the mind. We have already seen that the mind is capable of linking and deducing information to form conclusions. This linking of information can help us to change and improve our standard of living. So for example, we can observe how metal conducts heat. So if we are thinking of bringing heat into our homes, we may decide to use a metal pipe with hot water flowing through it so that it transfers the heat from the water to the room. The mind is incapable of making definite conclusions which are not based on the observable reality. For example, are you able to conclude the colour of my shirt that I am wearing as you are listening to this? No of course not because you can't sense it. So we have established in the previous discussions that the mind can deduce from the reality that it observed that there has to be a creator for this universe and that the Quran is the message from the creator due to its miraculous nature. Now. When it comes to performing actions and doing the good, there is no way of the mind knowing that from the reality, since actions have no observable, tangible labels of good or bad. These are judgments that will depend upon the objective behind the action. So, for example, if someone wanted to build a house, then a good action might be to spend a fair amount of money on purchasing bricks, However, that same action might be seen as a foolish or bad by someone whose objective was different, such as providing food for their family. Similarly, good and evil are judgments linked to a moral criterion that someone adopts, which would be based on their objective in life. The same action could be deemed good and evil by people with different objectives in life. For example, eating pork in different religions may be considered a sin or not. So if the mind is not able to uncover good and bad from the reality, then it must be used to go back to the person's purpose and deduce it from that. For the one who submits to Allah, then this involves using the mind to go back to what we can sense from what Allah has revealed to us. In his book the Quran and the secondary legislative sources that it has directed us to. The mind then has a problem-solving role in the sense that it is used to understand the issue at hand by studying its reality and then uncover the command of God for that issue through studying the divine sources. This requires effort of the mind. The mind of a Muslim, therefore, is not used to legislate, but to investigate the divine legislation for their life. This is done through studying the correct reality for the issue at hand, which requires the use of the mind, and then searching and scrutinizing the divine sources of legislation for any relevant evidences that may apply to the issue. Again, this requires the mind. In order to scrutinize and evaluate the evidence. A question may be asked here, are the commands of Allah still applicable for us to follow today, some 1000 odd years after revelation? Haven't the times moved on since then and people changed? Are the laws of Islam still applicable today? The answer to this is that the nature of the human being has not changed. The organic needs and instincts of the human being have not changed, which is what the Islamic rules regulate. So the human being at the dawn of Islam needed food, clothing and shelter. He also needed to form relationships with other human beings on the basis of survival and forming families. He also felt the need to revere and sanctify. Today human beings still need food, clothing and shelter. They still try to improve and secure their lives, they still form relationships of companionship, and they still feel the need to revere and sanctify. However, what has changed is the styles and manifestations that these take. So for example, instead of eating with the hands, back in the days of the past, we have cutlery today. Instead of living in huts, we may have luxury skyscrapers. As well as trading oranges, people trade the future price of oranges today. Instead of a man marrying a woman, today you have the same gender marrying. Instead of the idols and gods of the past, today people also revere celebrity football stars and performing artists and film stars and singers. So the role of the rules of Islam to regulate how we satisfy our needs are still applicable and the role of the mind would be to examine the issue at hand and extract the relevant legislation from the divine sources like the Quran and the Hadith etc. So as an example we can take a look at lineage in the time of pre-Islamic Arabia where one of the customs that was accepted Was that the woman may have different partners and when she gave birth to a child she could claim who the father was Islam came and limited the legitimate offspring to the institution of marriage this would have relevance today where offspring are born via surrogacy and test tube laboratory techniques in vitro fertilization in which the mother may not know whose sperm is used in the fertilization of her egg cells So here the mind would be used to extract the relevant issues here and link it to the relevant divine evidence. In this case, if the issue here is to do with identifying lineage, then the evidence that links lineage to marriage would indicate that it was not allowed for such modern techniques to be used to produce offspring if the cells to be used did not come from a married couple. So. To conclude, the role of the mind in Islam is to ascertain, first of all, the purpose of life by studying the reality and the proofs for the creed, the aqeedah. Once you are convinced of this, the mind is then used to study the issue at hand affecting the human being and then search for any divine guidance relevant to it. Thank you for listening. In the next episode, we'll be looking at irrational, non-problem-solving when it comes to beliefs about the supernatural such as black magic and the evil eye. Until next time, As-salamu Allah. Oh! <laughs>